Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Stylish Bride, the podcast dedicated to making sure you are dressed, styled, and down the aisle. I have the immense pleasure of welcoming back my friend and amazing, amazing person in the wedding industry, Mr. Mark Ingram, owner of Mark Ingram Atelier in New York City. Thank you for being here again with us, Mark. Oh, such a pleasure, Julie. Thanks for having me back so many times. I'm loving it. Oh, good. We love having you, and it's such great information. And today, we want to talk about something that you actually don't read about in bridal magazines or in bridal blogs very often, and that's second marriages and what to wear. And Mark and I were chatting before we started to record, and we were saying with the divorce rate as high as it is, this is a reality. And yes, it is. more women out there today are trying to figure out what to wear the second or even third time around. So thanks for being here and talking about this with us today, Mark. <laughs> it's a fun topic, actually. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. We love repeat clients. Yes, so we do. We do. <laughs> so, all right, let's start with the basics. For the second marriage, do they wear a wedding dress? It all depends on what you did the first time around. You know, That's some true. girls feel they missed out. They maybe had a quickie wedding. They got married at City Hall. They got married somewhere they didn't have a big formal wedding. Right. Or they realized really they married the wrong person right. and they want to make it right. And that's what it's all about, too, is making it right the second time or third time around. I think that so many things have changed in, how we, in society, how we view marriage and age, ethnicity, sexual preference that... The rules are really relaxed yeah. on second-time marriages or anything like that. So, yeah. yeah, I think there's really no rules right now. That's true. But, you know, historically, it's inappropriate for a woman who's been previously married to wear a bona fide wedding dress, especially in white or ivory. Right. It signified virginity, you know, right. in the original concept. Right. And a forget about a veil. That would never happen, you right. know. But we've had brides who've worn both yeah. for second-time weddings. And again... They met the man of their dreams or the woman of their dreams, and they want to celebrate properly. Right. Yeah. No, and, I guess and, that's and a good And why point. not? Why, why not? not? Yeah. It is. It's a celebration of their love. Yes. And, you know, I am a firm believer that you should wear whatever makes you feel great on your yes. wedding day. Yes. And if that's a big old ball gown, I guess so be it. So be it. Exactly. I mean, you may get a lot of chatter behind your back. Like, right. Can you believe she's doing that? Right. But, I mean, I think that your point in bringing in the tradition and what society has said for so long are kind of the rules yes. that today are out the window, thank yes. goodness. Yes. I think that that traditional mentality still lives in some ways. And, you know, you can choose to let it dictate you or not. Right. And I think that on the complete opposite end of the spectrum are the celebrities. Yes. And we see them getting married all the time. Over and over again. Over and over again right? to different people. I mean, it's, or sometimes the same person, I guess, right. but like, it's incredible. And these people are not, you know, doing something small and shrinking. Yeah, they're doing major weddings in major wedding gowns with major bridal parties. Another thing, usually yeah. you think of a second time marriage having no bridal party. You kind of sneak away yeah. to City Hall or, some, or Vegas and you have someone to stand up for you and say, they're your witness. That's really all that it has been. Right. Yeah. Gone are the days of, you know, Sneaking away, yeah. eloping. Sneaking, exactly. exactly. You know, well, look, great. the phenomenon, I've been in the business for more than 20 years. 
to see the change from the actual color of a first-time bride wearing from what was white or off-white or cream to darker shades of ivory, taupe, blush, nude, going into full-fledged color. Like some designers like Vera Wang and Monique Lillier play with color. Amsala, yeah. Asi Lorenta, Vera Wang, they all play with color, blues and pinks for actual wedding dresses. Absolutely. And I've had first-time brides go for color, not often the brightest, but, right. you know, like the Vera Wang yellow yes. gowns yes. that yes. we saw last yeah. season. I don't think I've, you know, not for the first time, but yeah. it's definitely out there. Yeah, we have an amazing multicolored dress by Inez Santo oh, called I Bloom. Dress. I love that dress. Full ball gown yes. in a print. It is so beautiful. It's, it's like so a spring beautiful. floral print. Yes. So appropriate for like a botanical setting or a, a vineyard or something. It's just gorgeous. I've yeah. been hoping one of my clients would suggest that yeah, for, or uh, select that for yeah, so long. One of but my favorite dresses. I love it yeah, too. It's gorgeous. And she did it again in white. In I white believe. with a pink lining. Yes. With a ivory lining and even a pale blue lining. Yes. So there's always options underlaying the ivory or white lining shell of the dress and then you layer it with color underneath it too. And you know that's actually a great tip for a second wedding dress. Yes. If you don't want to go you know strictly white or ivory, white or ivory traditional yeah. a lot of these designers today are incorporating layers of color yes. like you just said and yes. that's kind of a great way yeah. to get something a little bit different. Right. Than or pieces you know a lot right. of gowns come in pieces. There's dresses that have separate tops to bottoms Right. there are also coats and jackets that can go over dresses. Sometimes there's pant options to wear that are just as formal as a wedding dress and it's just beautiful. Yeah. So or coats over pants. We've done a lot of that from Sachin and Bobby this year. Yeah. Gorgeous brocade coats over narrow trousers for first-time yeah. brides as well. So it depends on how fashion-forward you are and how comfortable you are with what statement you want to make on your wedding. Right. That's absolutely true. And what are you seeing? Do you have women who are, you know, not the normal marrying age. Like what I'm trying to say is, you know, what happens when a woman is in her 50s or 60s and right. getting married? For the first time. For the first time. For a second or time. second yeah. time. What are you seeing these women You wear? know, first of all, my average bride's age is approaching 30 and above 30 or number one. So it's not this young 18-year-old girl anymore, you know, virginal 18-year-old girl <laughs> running down the aisle in all white with a veil and, you know, having a honeymoon night kind of thing, right. situation, <laughs> an, an eight-month baby, right. or nine-month baby, uh, <laughs> nine-month baby, excuse me, <laughs> eight and three-quarter week baby. <laughs> but we are seeing women in their 40s and 50s certainly coming in and looking at wedding dresses for first-time marriages as well. And again, if they felt they missed something in their 20s and 30s, they have every prerogative to wear something. Now, I think at some point it does become a little ridiculous looking if you're yeah. a certain age wearing a full-fledged ball gown with all the trimmings. You may want to consider maybe not wearing strapless if certain parts of your body have changed. Right. Or you may not want to wear a slinky, bias, cut, slip dress if you're not going to feel comfortable not wearing any underwear at all. <laughs> or bra or anything. Granny panties home, exactly. You know, like, so, you know, it depends on what you look like at that right. age too and how you dress normally. Yeah. You kind of always want to be who you are on your wedding day. Yes. I think as you get older, especially you want to be who you are because you know who you are at that age. I, well, that you, is, yeah. I then you do God, a 21. Yeah. That's the only benefit you yes. can really see of aging. But, you know, I think when I have had clients approaching, you know, this age group, 
a big concern has been how the groom's family is going to see them yes. and how they're going to interpret it. It becomes, I think, especially tricky when, you know, there's a divorce situation and the yes. mother of the children is still alive. Yes. And then, you know, you're dealing with a whole lot of psychological impressions right. and what you want to put out there. Right. And I've had a lot of these women ask me, like, do you think that I should even be wearing white? Again, it depends on your coloring. It depends if you've had a wedding before. Yeah. It depends on where the wedding is. I think if you're going to be married to tropical isles in Greece, the Caribbean, nothing prettier than a white dress, you right. know, against the sun and the sand. Yeah. You know, if you're getting married in a big ballroom, big formal wedding, maybe white or ivory is not as appropriate as something more flattering to your skin tone at that point. Your skin tone does change to get older as well. Women and men, and maybe you want to wear more something in the nude, peach, pink area right. or pale blue or gray, something that really signifies wedding, still isn't yeah. the wedding color palette, but really is more of a dress that looks more appropriate with the way you look at an older age, I think. That's true. So maybe this is less about first versus second marriage and more about, you know, be dressing appropriately Appropriate. and, comfortably and comfortably for you yeah. and where you are yeah. in your life. In your because, life, yeah. You know, if you're a 30-year-old divorcee getting married for a second time, and you want a big ball gown and you want to party and change into something short and sparkly, exactly. that's great. Then you do it. Also, sometimes if you're marrying a first-time person, it's your second wedding and his first or her first, they may want to experience a real formal wedding like because they didn't have one. You yeah. know? So you got to discuss that with your partner. Also ask them what they want. You, know, right. you may not want to jip the groom out of wearing a tux yeah. and seeing you in a beautiful white dress or ivory dress with a veil. It really should be a conversation you have with your partner as well. Yeah. So, Mark, I think that let's talk a little bit about when you've already had children and they may even be grown, you know, so you're dealing with a more mature body type. How do you suggest women dress for their body today? Well, I mean, at my salon, we always want the bride to, to look appropriate is the right word, whatever that is for her. You know, there's certain comfort levels that brides have at a certain age. There's a certain comfort level that each bride at a certain age has with their own body. Never mind girls who are in their 20s who worry about hips being too big or busts too big or too small. You know, if you've had a child or two and you're in your 30s or 40s or even 50s, your body has changed probably. And you want to wear something that's very appropriate that makes you feel good about yourself and the most beautiful, the most sexy, the most appealing on your wedding day. You know, a lot of people have maintained beautiful arms and want to wear something sleeveless or strapless. Maybe your clavicle, your collarbone is beautiful and trim and you want to wear something that exposes that. Maybe you have great legs and you want to wear something short or high-low with a high slit in the front. Maybe your hips are still really narrow. You want to wear something really clingy. Yeah. So all so these pick things, a feature. pick a feature of your body that you really let you really love and highlight that, I would say. You know, and it's true. I mean, I ask all of my clients when we start together, what do you like to accentuate and what do you like to minimize? And right. everybody has something, whether she's, you know, 25 in a size two or, you know, 65 right. and a size 18. Exactly. I think that if you can figure out what you like about yourself and what you're comfortable highlighting, you can have that consultant at the store, you can have that discussion with them, and they will help you find something that really highlights it for you. Yes, they will. I always say as well to anybody getting right in my store that you really need to be your best self on your wedding day. 
because it will show in pictures. If you're uncomfortable with a certain neckline, yeah. if you feel out of your element, out of your comfort zone, this is recorded on film, you know, and digitally for the rest of your life. You have to live with these photographs. You need yeah. to love yourself a lot on your wedding day. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that people really have a difficult time identifying what that is, yes. particularly when the waters are a little murky if they've been married before. Yes, yeah. You know, whenever I've had an older or more mature bride, they've really wondered whether or not they should wear white or ivory. Should it be a simple dress, but in that color? Or right. should it be, you know, something totally different? And, you know, I don't know that there's really any right answer. And it's really considering, as you've said, what's good for you. Right. There is no right answer now. There really is. Depends on what you look like at right. that age. You know, if you have gray hair, which is beautiful. You may not want to wear a white dress. I mean, you can wear something else. You yeah. know, if your skin tone has changed, you may not want to wear a white dress. You want to wear something else. You know, right. a lot of factors are involved in just like any other bride at any age. You must consider what you look like when you choose a dress. You know, yeah. what is your coloring? What is your hair color? What is your eye color? Do you have a long neck? Do you have a short neck? All these little things matter right. in choosing the right dress. I do think that at a certain age, you want to err on the side of chic and sophisticated. Exactly. Then young and jean fille, you know, young, exactly. inexperienced little shy girl. Yeah, yeah. I think. And it, it wasn't a Coco Chanel who said, you know, you get dressed and you put everything on and then you take something off. Right. And <laughs> less is more, less I think, in more. a lot of... I mean, I actually think that way in life a lot of times anyway. But, you know, I always say, let's not gild the lily. Don't gild the lily. Exactly. But, <laughs> you know, and I think it's also... What kind of wedding you're going to have? Are you going to have do a lot of the traditions? Are you going to carry a bouquet? Right. Are you going to do a first dance? You know, how traditional and how many customs are you going to honor in the traditional marriage process? Or are you going to have a short, sweet ceremony where you don't do any of that and just have a nice dinner party? In a restaurant or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Sure. The venue probably would be different. Right. Again, depending upon what your partner likes as well. Maybe it's his first time, you know, around the block. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's true. And I think that, you know, really, I think the thing we have to stress most to women as they're so confused in this particular area is that there's really no right or wrong answer. And knowing yourself and understanding what makes you feel great, as we've said all along, is really the important factor here. But I would say that when you make an appointment at a salon like Mark's, it's great to tell your consultant in advance, and we've talked about this before, but let them know on the phone, hey, you know, I'm 55, getting married for, you know, however many times or first time, but I just want to make sure that you have dresses that are appropriate for me. Because I think that, you know, you're not seeing these things in pictures. You don't have ads with, you know, 55-year-old brides. Mature brides, exactly. So they're confused on what to wear. Right. And, you know, again, I think that you can pair a consultant with them that may be of a more mature age that can understand them. Yes. Also, fashion-wise, there's so many options in my store now that are more ready-to-wear based than couture gown based. Designers like Elizabeth Fillmore, Danielle Frankel, some of the new people I'm bringing Naeem in, Khan. Naeem Khan, Sophie Voila, they are really a dress a more contemporary woman who is not having traditional weddings. Yeah. She's wearing something a little more maybe tailored, something a little more sportswear oriented, but it's still luxurious, luxe, right. modern, feminine, and appropriate. Yeah. And I think that, you know, with our first-time brides, we're seeing 
almost everybody change into an after party dress oh, these yes, days. Oh yes, for sure. And what's great about that is, you know, the wedding dresses get heavy, they're more constricted. Even when it's a lighter dress, it's a lot to wear and you're in this dress for about 10 hours after photos and all of that and right. you're ready to take it off and party. And there's absolutely no reason why at a second wedding you shouldn't do the same thing. Exactly. Exactly. And there are probably so many appropriate dresses to wear with fringe, you know, short dresses, pantsuits, yeah. halter tops, all kinds of wonderful things you can wear. Jumpsuits, very yeah. popular too. Be the jumpsuit, would be amazing to, Absolutely. to change into. Absolutely. I think that one great thing that we probably will see more of in a more mature bride is knowing that her shoe should be comfortable. <laughs> oh, well, that's true for any bride, yeah. Go for comfort. Well, you can go for beauty for the first couple of hours, but your change in two should be comfortable, but the same heel height as your first shoe It's absolutely because your dress true. has been measured to that length. I know, I know. But, you know, I think that as we get older, we get a little more realistic on shoes typically. But so do you have any thoughts on whether or not it's appropriate to wear a veil? Well, I've been really advocating for whatever you want to do. It depends on what you look like at your age. I think... If you never experienced having a veil at your first wedding or second wedding or third wedding and you want to wear a veil, then wear a veil. I just would avoid trying to look too young or too ridiculous. Maybe that's harsh to say, but a veil does to me signify something more sort of of youth and purity. You know, I mean, the original reasons for it very based on historical things and, of course, being given away by a dad or a male person and lifting a veil over your face. That's a very significant that maybe you do it your first wedding. Yeah. I don't think it's anything to do with age. Could you just be considerate of that? No? I agree with yeah. you. I do think that there is a point where you just don't want to have that image right. anymore. And there's so many pretty things. You can put lace mantillas. You can do yeah. all, you know beautiful fascinators, combs, mm. pins, veils. Flowers in the hair, right. so many great things to wear in the hair without, I mean, even my brides who were first-time brides and, and young women don't want to wear a veil. They, yeah. It's really constricting. It's very specific. Yep. They don't want to do it. I had someone say to me recently that they just don't like the symbolism. Exactly. And I thought that was really interesting, too. I personally love the way they look. I do, too. The uh, haze that it creates. Oh, I know. The film over the I'm, face. It's beautiful. But I do think that you're absolutely right. And, you know, just considering whether or not it's appropriate for you. And I think this is it's a hard topic because there's so many emotionally charged moments in a wedding as it is. But as you're trying to figure out and navigate the process of going through it a second or third time or even doing it as an older bride, it can just be complicated. And, you know, there's so many things to it that you're trying to figure out. Is this appropriate? Is is it not appropriate? I really want to do this, but I'm not sure that people aren't going to laugh at right. me. Pleasing your children if they're grown yes. or little. Exactly. Right. I know. They're Pleasing just... your future spouse. Yep. Yeah, it's a lot. And it's easy to say, oh, just, you know, say forget it to all of them. But at the same time, you know, these moments matter in they life. They do matter. And it's, as you said before, you know, you'll be looking at these photographs for a long time and being considerate is, of course, you know, a primary concern. But I think that in terms of the wedding dress, you know, you're spot on that you need to focus on something that feature that you want to highlight right. and consider the formality of your event as we really do. With and location, of and course, location. location, time of year, Body just as you would with any, Anything. any purchase of a wedding dress at yeah. any age. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mark, I think that this has been super helpful, and thank you so much for being here today. You're so welcome. Great to see you again, Julie. Thank you. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And as always, if you have questions that we haven't addressed, please reach out. On Instagram, you can find me at The Stylish Bride. And for Mark, you can find him at Mark Ingram Bride. And we definitely want to hear from you. 
And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss a tip on how to be dressed, styled, and down the aisle. Bye for now.